When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making your way here, checking this out. Hopefully uh, you'll hit the subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out. Three brand new ones every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. Discover some new ones and know what's happening in the music world. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, or YouTube for the video versions. Again, anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Merritt. Today, my guest, Margaret Cho. We're going to be talking about her newest movie. It's a Netflix movie called Good on Paper where we find uh, the comedian, actor, musician getting into, uh, we'll be talking about like like movies that reflect the movie and TV industry, as well as the music world too. Uh, things like uh, Almost Famous, she says an era that uh, doesn't even exist anymore, and the differences between all of those industries. She'll also take us through some of the more cringe moments in Good on Paper, uh, such as reapplying a man's skin, or trying to at least, and her own dating uh, horror stories from the early chat room days of, uh, of Y2K. On the music side of things, Margaret and I are also going to discuss some of her favorite songwriters, such as Soccer Mommy, Beach Bunny, and Phoebe Bridgers. And she lets us know, actually, that she has a a new record on the way, uh, maybe uh, piano and synth-driven this time around. Let's do this. It's Kyle Meredith with Margaret Cho. Hi. Let's talk about this movie first, because it was so much fun watching that. Uh, Good on paper. It arrived on Netflix just recently. I've heard you talking a little bit about, you know, I guess the different experience having the uh, the actual screenwriter uh, on the on the set with you with, with, mm-hmm. with Eliza there. What exactly does that add for you uh, on a project like this? What how is that different this time around? It's really helpful because it's something that it's a rare pleasure to actually get to um, act with the writer, and that's really a different thing. You know, um, usually it's like somebody else writes it and somebody else directs it and somebody else uh, is starring there, but it it was very rare to have her right there in the scenes with me, which was really, really fun. It reminded me actually of acting and doing stuff with Tina Fey on 30 Rock because she had written it and it was her project and she wanted it to be right. And so just acting in scenes with her was really comforting because you knew that you were 
dealing with the vision, um, the visionary who created the vision. So that's really cool. But at the same time, I'm guessing you cannot criticize the script like at all at any point. Well, I wouldn't anyway. I mean, I think that it's like, you know, to me, it was so exciting to work with a comic who had written a movie, you know, that's like so special. And, you know, usually comedians work on our own, like we're just doing our own comedy and our own standup. And so it's rare to get to work with other comedians, especially female comedians. So this was really, really awesome. Yeah. It's, I guess, not so surprising that, um, you know, she writes her character as a comedian in the movie too. Uh, it may be complete coincidence. I mean, it was complete coincidence. I was watching this the same week that I saw uh, the last episode of uh, of the show Hacks with uh, which you oh, And I was yes. thinking like how, like I know this isn't a movie about the industry, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I thought the industry movies, for me at least, have come a long way. Like they're nearly impossible to write a good music industry movie. Like I could probably count less than five that actually nailed it. But it's, it yeah. does seem, maybe it's because the comedian's writing it, but does it seem like, the, the, like, is it getting it closer to the reality of what it's like to live in that world? It's definitely closer. I mean, Hacks is interesting because I was very close to Joan Rivers up until her death. And it's, it's not Joan Rivers' story, but it's similar. You know, it's similar to somebody that is like on QVC and who is a legendary comedian who's had a very long career. And, um, but with, without uh, the added sort of thing of, she doesn't have, Joan never had to update her material because she was always so right there. And um, so it's a little bit different, but it really does capture that sort of essence of showbiz in a, in a way. But yeah, you're right. There's never really a um, music movie that can really approach what the business is like because there's so much of music that's so unglamorous. Yeah, like I was thinking like maybe like almost famous got close. Like maybe, like maybe Ooh, that might that's be the a best rock one. movie ever, you know, like that's. I know, and of, of a rock uh, era that doesn't exist anymore, you know, because that kind of budget for touring and the, the riot house and all that stuff or having like that much money to make a record and then they'll put you up on the Sunset Strip for like six months. I mean, I can't <laughs> even imagine those bloated record company budgets. You know, that's why I love Almost Famous, because it does actually capture what it feels like to be on the road with a band. But at the same time, that era of rock and roll doesn't exist anymore. Sure. No, completely gone on that one. But but, you know, at least there are those moments that, you know, you, you see the waiting rooms and uh, and, and I'll, I'll bring it back to good on paper, too, because, you, you know, you have you have the characters on here talking about how what is it, nine years of casting calls before, yeah. you know, like really feel like I, I was able to kind of feel that in there. And that's not yeah. always convey in a movie. Yeah, the frustration. And also like what I love is uh, all of the scenes of the character coming out of the comedy club when she's had a good set. Like she's just kind of like pulling her purse over her arm. And I, I know that feeling of leaving a club with like, oh, got another one under my belt. Like it's a it's a very satisfying thing. So it kind of corrects all of those auditions where you didn't get the job because you're always going to get the job when you're doing stand-up comedy. And you come at that from an interesting interesting point too, because you do, you you are an actor, you are a stand-up comedian, you are a musician. I should uh, compliment you, the American Myth album that you put out a few years ago, I'm such a big fan of. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Gorgeous Sky. Um, oh, that's a great song, yes. Absolutely <laughs> love that song. And of course, thank Come With you. Me and all that. It's thank great stuff. You. 
you know, so you do get to see the, these worlds, uh, and and like I'm I'm really stuck in the music world. That's 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 where I'm mostly at. But how yes. similar then do these come at you in those you know in, in the way the the I guess the industry works. I think it's so different. I think music in particular is really, really different, especially now with the way that um, we listen to music and then we have like pop stars that are in um, kind of a different category than like sort of the rock and roll of before or even the singer songwriters. It's such music is such a different industry because of the way that, you know, music gets to fans, the way that people support it, Um, even, you know, like just songwriting and and like not being on tour has got to be really tough for a lot of musicians right now because it's like that's like comedians the way that we make money so it's a very it's a very different world it's very weird finally seeing all of that you know of course ramping back up um Mm. i i was i went like my first show that I went to a music show, uh, which was a few weeks ago, a month ago or whatever it was. I remember this this moment thinking, okay, this this feels normal. You know, here we are, everybody's mm-hmm. clapping after the song. We're all doing the thing that we're supposed to do. And it wasn't until there, a song came on, you know, the artist played that we all knew and everybody sang along that I thought, oh, this is what we've missed the whole time. Oh, I know, miss that, it so much. That, yeah. that communal moment, you know, mm-hmm. but I feel like you know, at least you get those in a different, you know, in the same way on the, in the stand-up side of world, uh, probably not in, you yes. know, making movies or anything like that, but. Yeah. Well, stand-up comedy, I've been going back to stand-up comedy shows. I haven't been to a music show yet, which is really like, I, and I usually go all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a very weird thing not to go see live music. And so this is like, the, yeah, the last artist I went to go see was Orville Pack, and he had to um, cancel and uh, he came to my show instead. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> we were all in my dressing room and everything shut down. That was in, uh, in like March of 2020. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Yeah, reading about some of the artists you like, you and I have a lot of crossover artists. I mean, I'm, I'm such a big, um, I don't know, Phoebe Bridgers fan, Mitski fan, oh, you know. I love, and, uh, I love, I love. Yeah. I love like, them both, yes. Like the era of the songwriter has come back around again, mm-hmm. which is really nice to see. Like I, I, like I'm enjoying that. I like it better than if I, if I'm, if I'm drawing it right. Like the last time the songwriter had their moment of the sun was like that 2000s, but it was like the hotel cafe side of things where yeah. it was Jack Johnson, John Mayer, and all that. You know, this yeah. one seems different. I, I, I'm really on board with this one a bit more this time around. Like what's happening? Well, it seems to be more uh, female driven. Um... You know, I love a song that's subtly about Ryan Adams. <laughs> it's like <laughs> all these songs that are kind of about the singer songwriters of the 90s. 
which I think is really kind of amazing. I mean, now we're getting super meta into like this thing of like, ooh, the children of the songwriters or the, the songs written about the songwriters. Right. This is like very, it's getting very deep. And, um, you know, it gets, it, 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 if you've been a music fan for a long time, you see these, these regenerations and they're like, oh, wow, you know, this is so cool and exciting and stimulating. The interesting about that too is, you know, as you say, and lyrically, here we are in this circuital moment, musically, you know, you have like Biba Doobie who's in Soccer Mommy, mm. who's completely saluting yes. the 90s on top of that. So they're musically even taking that on. I mean, that layer upon layer upon layer. It's that's fun. I love them both too. Um, Soccer Mommy, I think, and Beach Bunny are like my favorite young women out there in playing. And they're like straight out of the Riot Girl loins. I mean, they are the eggs that we've dropped. And, <laughs> you know, like I, I look at that and I'm like, I can hear the, um, Babes in Toyland, I hear a little bikini kill. I hear like Velocity Girl, like Velocity Girl. Actually, it's like a very sub pop kind of like sound that I'm like, oh, I hear the DNA of, you know, all of these girls that were, you know, playing in their underwear and like baseball shirts and X ex-girl dresses it's it's also like the, the kim gordon thing it's like we feel like the grandmothers of the scene and i i'm so appreciative that's why i like really wanted to go until the last coachella the two before now where it was at beach bunny and it was orville pack and so hopefully that'll that'll happen again no one ever brings a Velocity Girl. I've got a CMJ magazine from 90 whatever, like right next to me off camera with Velocity Girl as the cover. That's fun. I love Velocity Girl. You know, Velocity Girl, people talk a lot of, of course, I love Nirvana and I love Hull and, um, you know, and I love all of those bands that, you know, Pearl Jam, of course, of course, of course. But there is sort of like that little bit, uh, like you go a little bit underneath and then you hear like Velocity Girl belly it's it's like all of these bands that are just the slightly deeper go slightly deeper it's just so I, they're so meaningful to me uh i could go on with you about this music thing i know but i do want to bring it back around to the uh to the movie <laughs> to the uh the subject at hand here because there are so many good moments in, in this uh, i def definitely want to ask about the skin moments and how that played out for you like here you are for anyone who hasn't seen it. You, you know, you have your guy and he is uh, his belt or his side is it gets accidentally smashed in a door and a yeah. chunk of his skin comes off. And, and you're right. it's a moment I didn't expect. <laughs> it's absolute. I didn't know we were getting that kind of moment. Like, how did that read? How, what was the tell me about just what was going on there? The hardest part about that section was the door actually was feather light. So it was uh, it was really the acting challenge was to pretend this door is incredibly heavy, which we would always forget to do. And um, I think it was like a piece of mango skin or something <laughs> that we used. Um, but uh, and it, it's also not his body that if he was actually with a body double at that point or there is a body double in the scene. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit of gore, but it's actually like mango and um but the hardest thing, and I always look at the scenes in that movie and like think about that door was so because it would swing open because like that I think it was like on an angle, so it was it was just like plywood. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> 
the whole thing about trying to really just, I'm going to put the skin back. Like what a moments like the, of, of thoughts in the character's mind. You know, that just seems like that's the logical thing to do. Um, <laughs> just like, well, maybe this didn't happen. Maybe it, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, I really love doing that sequence. Uh, it was very, to me, it's got very bound vibes, which is one of my favorite movies from the nineties with uh, Gina Gershon and Jennifer Jennifer Tilly Mm -hmm. it's an early Wachowski movie and um it's such a it's got that great sort of like um 90s dark thriller element with comedy so with it with a with a movie like this and and I'll do one of the trivial type of questions here too does that open the door for you all to be sharing like your dating horror stories that have gone on? Yeah, well I think so I mean I've had a, a bunch of them especially because I um date women too, and trans and non-binary people. So it's like, I have so many experiences of dating that are, I think the most horror stories happen with men though. It seems to be like exclusive to guys that are just weird. It always comes out weird. With women, it's more like, oh, this didn't work out because we weren't attracted to each other or with trans people, it's just like, whatever happened, it didn't happen. Um, sometimes it did, but then, uh, with guys, like, um, I was dating, like computer dating, gosh, internet dating in the nineties was real weird because you would never see the person and, and you wouldn't know if, cause they didn't have like reverse image search on Google. So you weren't exactly entirely sure. So you would sort of go out with people just sort of based on their description of what they, they said they look like. And sometimes you would get just really just you know get it so wrong and so mixed up and uh there was another um there was another man who was full-on dating another woman living with her and uh she called me once and she was like who is this and I'm like who's this and I'm his girlfriend I'm his girlfriend I was one of those so that was like in 2000. Y2K held a lot of <laughs> a confusing um rom-con moments yeah, luckily I was uh, like I was a teen in the '90s, but probably too young to be actually internet dating. But, but nobody. I mean, we didn't. We were in the chat rooms. Nobody said the right thing. You know, we were. None of us were honest. No, it's it's like um, people didn't really know exactly how to present themselves online at that point, or they they didn't feel like they had to be honest. But you know, I always was just because I was like, well, I'm considering dating you, so like I want to be honest and upfront and. You know, I would just say that, well, I, you can, uh, you, you can watch me on a stand-up comedy uh, show or something, you know, on TV. You can watch me on Evening at the Improv. It's really me. And so they could see me, you know, and so, but it was always very strange. Um, hooking up with people on an IRC channel or <laughs> some kind of America online chat room. Yeah. A whole new level of blind dating on, on that yes. one. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Well, uh, I love the movie. Good on paper. I, I love everything you do. I'm such a fan of what you do. I'm, I'm hoping you. for another album at some points, you know, yes. if that's in the works. Is that yes. coming? It's coming. It's coming. I have uh, switched over to, uh, I have a Moog grandmother and a Mellotron. So uh, we have a piano-based um, album <laughs> coming awesome. soon. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I'll be looking forward to it. Margaret, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about all this. It's been a real pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. 
My thanks, Margaret Cho. The brand new Netflix movie is called Good on Paper. Looking at the, uh, looking forward to that new album too. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Please hit that subscribe button uh, for three interviews every single week with all of your favorite artists. Again, uh, spots like uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcasts from. After that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I got a new windscreen. I'm really excited about it. Pentatonics. I was using like um, pantyhose in a uh, coat hanger. Yeah, but it was just weird and dumb because I just also didn't cut the pantyhose. So I had like one leg like out. It was just dumb. Like I wasn't doing it right. Pentatonics. Pentatonics. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.